The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so happy you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It is my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I'm Sandy Scarlatta, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach, a gold medalist in ice dancing. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I have been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. As we approach the holiday season, please make sure you take the time to take care of the most important person in your life, you. If you find yourself feeling negative, stressed, overwhelmed, or any other negative emotion, stop and take some really deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Then I want you to think about everything you have to be grateful for. You can use this exercise to start your day and to reset your day at any moment. Thank you so much for listening and I am so grateful for you. Hello, Brooke Burke. I am so excited. Yay. I'm so happy to talk to you. You are my last interview of the day. Let's make it the best one. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I have seven podcast interviews this week and I'm like, I can't imagine doing it all day because it's spread out over oh five my gosh. days. I love being in the city. I haven't been here since pre-pandemic. I'm so happy to be back. Scott's here with me. I'm, I'm, you know, kicking off this media tour for longevity here in New York is awesome. Um, it's such different energy here and it feels like winter right now. Like, I does. can't believe it's almost the holidays. It feels finally like, I don't know, we don't get the season. So yeah. I really appreciate it. I'm in Washington, D.C. metro area. Okay. So yeah. So um, yeah, I love, I love that. So just real quick, I always like to, I don't, I used to read people's bios. I just kind of incorporated into the interview. So you're an author, thank God, a cancer survivor, an entrepreneur, a fitness educator, <laughs> philanthropist, and television personality. And I love this. Forbes recognize you as one of America's top 10 moms to follow in social media. Like, wow, that's incredible right well, there. I know. What I'll, I'll take it. I don't know why, but I'll take it. <laughs> But here's, here's the part that I love more than anything is after winning seven, season seven of Dancing with the Stars, you went on to host it for eight seasons. That's incredible. How was that for you being on Dancing with the Stars? Terrifying to be a dancer, um, life-changing, and so 
eye-opening. You know, I had an opportunity to dance with Derek before he ever won a Mirabal trophy. Somehow on a women of prayer, blood, sweat, and tears, we won the damn thing. Amazing. Um, one of the highlights of my life, I have to say. I've often joked around and admitted that it was actually more challenging than childbirth. People are like, what? For real? The hardest <laughs> show I've ever done in my life. But having been on the other side of it, um, and being a competitor really gave me different insight into hosting the show, compassion for the dancers, the pros, production. I mean, live television is so challenging and so exciting. I love live television, but having danced and been on the other side um, really elevated my opportunities as a host on the show. So it was amazing. Mm. It was really a great great stint. So fun. So fun and so glamorous. And it was so amazing to be dressed up like a princess every day and go to work on a live show. Like right. those kind of shows just don't even come around anymore. Right. Yeah. I can, I can only imagine. At I least know. not at my age. <laughs> so, so I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach and I have a gold medal in, oh in ice dancing. So when that oh, wow. came out, I was like, how can, you know, I'm not a I'm not a star, so how am I ever going to get on this show, right? See, you would have you would have been amazing. I remember um, some of the professional skaters, you know. Well, Christy Yamaguchi, I, I never she won. Well, yes. it's yeah. I mean, how could she not right. like women? Just the lines, the fingertips, yeah. the position, the position. Really knowing how to carry. First of all, knowing how to compete is what elevates certain people from the rest. But then understanding your body and the lines and storytelling with your body um, was such a beautiful opportunity for me. I learned so much about my body, mm-hmm. my faith, my core strength, um, how to face fear, how to never give up. And you really want to give up on this show. <laughs> like midway through Dancing with the Stars, you are tapping out. <laughs> we had injury, fear, exhaustion. It was a seven-day-a-week show back in the day. Wow. And how long did you have to prepare before you actually started taping? Back then, we prepared for six weeks to do that first dance. Now, I think it's like a couple of weeks. I don't really know the changes, how they run the show now. But it took that long when you're learning something new. What I learned from that show that really changed my life, my parenting philosophies, was that you can do anything and not to be cheeky and casual about it. We know you can do anything. Take it one further level. I put my life on hold for three months to commit to this show, meaning I couldn't accept any any other anything. It was kids, dance, sleep. Oh, no, it was dance, kids, sleep. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. And I trained every day for as many hours as I needed to, competed, went home, sleep, and repeat. And it was all of those things in life. You're like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, I can't drive you to that class. Oh, I don't know if I can commit to that. Oh, I can't go home. Yes, you can. You just commit to it and do it. Three months went by like that. Yeah. So that was an amazing accomplishment. Well, and for those of you that don't realize this, Brooke has four children. <laughs> Which feels like 10. I have one. And that was more than enough for me. So. My fiance has two. So I have six now, plus a couple friends, boyfriends and girlfriends. And congratulations for being engaged. That's so excited. I'm in my second marriage. We've been married for seven years and it's always amazing. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. You got the seven year itch coming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, girl. Oh, I could feel that. Exhale. Just breathe. 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 Get through the seven years. (laughs) Not all of us make it. So 
I want to talk about your your amazing um, you know BB body that is out. We want to I want to dive into that and talk about fitness and, and health and I and I also want to talk about your inter, intermittent fasting because I do that as well and I, I want to sure. get some tips on you and yeah. I've never talked to anybody about that yet on my on my show. Oh good, let's do it. It's such an important shift. Oh yeah, but I want to know because I heard you I've heard you on other podcasts and you have talked about. Um, you know, mindset and things like that. Was there a turning point in your life where you realized that, you know, things have to change? Did you have any moments like that where the light bulb went on? I mean, because you've been hugely successful for so many years. Thank you. Yes. I mean, there were many. I, I, I've been through a lot. Kids, blended family, marriage, divorce, um, so many different things in the health and wellness space. It's been quite a roller coaster. I I feel like the pandemic, everyone's so sick of talking about it, but it's still happening all around us. I feel like the conscious shift was when time slowed down. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time in my life that I had lots of moments of stillness. And by that, I mean, you have one child, but I have a house full of kids and friends. I was the person that used to make my coffee in the morning and probably microwave it three times and I was still drinking it on the road to school. Like, right, I was a working mom. I was driving my kids. I didn't have much of a social life. I was just committed to being a mom and raising a family and very committed to my career. I never slowed down. I used to, like, look forward to scheduling out a down day, which very rarely came. And I always knew I was, like, grinding. I was riding the wave. I was taking advantage of the right opportunities And I think I was doing pretty well in that space of overdrive. Mm -hmm. Then the world kind of slapped us in the face and shut down for a moment. And I, Scott and I fell in love. We were like a pandemic relationship. So it was like freaking marriage. (laughs) Like you quarantined together. You didn't leave. You didn't go to a restaurant. You didn't see friends. You didn't go to a bar. It was just like marriage. Even like kids and friends, whoever your quarantine team was, like that was it. We took it so seriously on the West Coast. So it means we ate every meal. We cooked together. We shopped together, which you remember, that was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Like a half hour to get the groceries in. Um, But we woke up together. We lived in our sweats together. We cooked together. We worked together. Like that's either going to make you or break you. Um, Separate from the love part of it, I really slowed down. And I'm still practicing not all the time because I have to get the kids to school now. Damn, I loved homeschool. <laughs> but I'm really practicing stillness in the morning and giving myself, let's call it five minutes, seven minutes in the morning where I'm not running up and running out of bed. And whatever that means, maybe it's my time to pray, my time to meditate, my time to listen to that really mellow, beautiful, mindful playlist. Maybe I stretch in bed in the morning. I'm like taking a moment for myself. And I actually drink my coffee in bed now. Not on school days, but I never did that before. Scott and I really look forward to, like, I make coffee. I bring it up to him when he's over. We have two homes, blended family. And we actually sit and have our coffee and talk. Like, what a freaking concept. Right. <laughs> I didn't get that in my life. By my own fault, part industry, life, work. Um, but I'm, I, I really think that mindful practice, it's not easy. I've made a real commitment to that. I've made a commitment to me time. I've made a commitment to slow down. And a lot of what I teach in my BB body app in the wellness space, it's not just fitness. It's really wellness. It's mind, body, spirit. It's teaching people how to slow down and listen, teaching women how to slow down and listen 
I didn't do that as a younger woman. I didn't have time to do I thought I didn't have time to do it. That's the excuse. Um, but I do it now and it's invaluable. It's hard to get a lot of people to do that. It's easier to just grind. I was really good at just grinding. <laughs> but now I'm listening. And that was a massive shift for me as a woman. Oh, massive. Beautifully said. And thank you for that. So I love this on your website. You have words to live by. And these are all, oh gosh. I mean, we could talk for hours on every single one of these. The self-care, be kind to yourself, so critical. And the one thing that you have there that I, and I've been on this, my journey for 32 years, like major self-help junkie for 32 years of my okay, life. Okay, great. And I didn't know until probably the last year how important it was to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh, What's your experience yes. with that? Because I think that Preach we it. all have a different experience with that realization. Yes. I think that is such, so glad you said that. Um, it's so necessary and challenging yeah. and difficult. All this is about self-care. It's not natural. Right. It's not a rite of passage. We weren't born to know how to take care of ourselves. Yep. It's, it's an incredible learning curve. And especially as a woman, depending on how you were raised and what you've been exposed to and being comfortable, being uncomfortable is a huge um, accomplishment. I like to be uncomfortable. It's why I host live television. It's why I do I'm adrenaline junkie. It's why I, I'm entrepreneurial. It's why I have so many kids. It's why I do so many things. And there's been times in my life where I'm like, why do I keep choosing such scary stuff? Why can't I just be boring for a moment? But I like being uncomfortable. And when women allow themselves to be that way, whether it's how they see themselves, how women um, recognize themselves and accept themselves looking in the mirror, um, how we accept our bodies, how we learn to love ourselves a little bit more, how we fight to change our inner dialogue. Um, I have a practice with women where I have them recite mantras, things like I'm strong, I'm worthy, I'm capable, I am beautiful. You can't believe how many women are struggling with saying I'm beautiful. Right. And I make them do it anyway, because then it becomes a practice. Then your body starts listening and believing. All of those moments that make us uncomfortable, I think, are really important. And then, hold on, take further that opportunity to think about why you're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Live there for a moment. Live in that space. Right. It's really eye-opening. It's, 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 um, those are growing moments, right? And you, you mentioned something really important, and that is that, that so often women are not able to say, I am beautiful. And let's take that one step mm -hmm. forward, one step further. Can they even look in the mirror and say, I love you? It's really hard. It's really hard. Um, yeah. The mirror exercise and the mirror practice. So I do a lot of transformation work with women and I'm um, getting ready to launch um, Soul Creek Wellness, which will be a retreat space. Oh, wonderful. Back in Melbourne. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. One day I hope you'll visit. I, for um, sure. I do, a lot of, <laughs> I do a lot of transformation work with women. Um, mindfulness, the body work is the easy stuff, right. but really learning how to um, find our self-confidence, change our inner dialogue, empower ourselves, create space, stillness, moments, realize your dreams, all these things, right? There's so many um, light practices that we can do, but I like to do like a deep dive um, into that transformation. And um, God, I just lost my train of thought because I started thinking about Soul Creek Wellness. When did you just ask me? We were just talking about maybe, maybe, the, you know, being uncomfortable, telling yourself, you know, that you're beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're in the mirror work. Difficult. 
yeah. for women to look in the mirror right. um, and say, I am beautiful. And for women to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Like, I really believe that it all starts with love and self-love. And there's this weird narcissistic like connotation to that in our country, which is really fucked up, but, mm-hmm. but, it, but it's true. Um, self-love is super powerful. It's like honoring your body. It's caring for your body. It's knowing your worth. It's self-acceptance. It's all of these things that we need. And they get harder and harder as a woman, as you age, learning how to age gracefully, understanding the age of your spirit. It's timeless. Like, oh yeah, tell me about it. I'm in my fifties too. It's like crazy. Um, I have a woman, so I do zoom classes on Fridays. Would love for you to join. Anyone can join, but I have a woman that I work with And I do these mantras with movement, right? Where I teach women how to give themselves positive dialogue with with movement. And um, actually, Tina, the pampered chef, I think I can share this publicly. But one day she's like, Brooke, she goes, I'm really struggling with the mantras. Can you do a class on meditation? Because I'm really struggling this. And I was like, sure, we can do a Zoom meditation. And I was like, tell me more about it. She goes, she was emotional. And I love how emotional women get when we connect in a digital space. But she said, I'm really struggling because I just don't believe it. And I just don't feel it. Like, what do I do? And I said, well, you know what? You just do it anyway. And she literally was like, what do I do? I go, you got to say it. I go, if you're struggling with the concept of I am beautiful, you need to keep saying I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am beautiful until you believe it. And pretty soon it becomes a practice. So, so many women struggle with that, yeah. right? Positive self-talk, retraining the brain, telling that little voice to shut up, changing in the way that we we meet ourselves and meeting ourselves with love and kindness. That's not easy stuff. We weren't raised to, I mean, I wasn't raised in that light. Were you? No. <laughs> so it's a, practice, it's a practice. And the more you do it, the more you say it, I, the easier it gets. So this particular woman, um, she's crying. She's like, I don't believe it. It's really hard. I go do it anyway. So now when we say it in class and I'm like, I'm beautiful. I go, I am beautiful. I, I repeat it like five times really for her, for that one woman. And if it helps her, you know, that really matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Tina. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Eat mindfully is another one of your things, which I don't think that people really focus on. But I really want to talk a little bit more about the intermittent fasting because I think there's a lot of myths out there about it. I've been doing it for a very long time and I didn't even know that's what I was doing. (laughs) It just... You know, it's interesting that you say that because I've been intermittent fasting now, let's say... Let's call it five years. A lot of people think they're in it and fasting people that don't eat breakfast right. or people that are just starving themselves. Um, I would beg to differ. I would say that's not intermittent fasting. Okay. But I mean, technically, if you give yourself a rest period and you're not eating in a 16 hour window, I suppose you could say you're intermittent fasting. But intermittent fasting really is, is a deliberate choice, right? It's a mindful way of eating to give your gut period of time to rest to give your body a moment to rest and repair but you have to give yourself fat so if you're starving and you're not eating or you're binging that's not what we're talking about here we need fat for our brain our hair our skin and all of it we need fat i think we need calories i have never been a calorie counter in my life i do not count calories i have enough shit to count in my life it is not my thing <laughs> but being able to fuel your body with mindful food mindful things superfoods Um, we're hearing a lot about superfoods. What does that mean? These are high integrity ingredients that give our body properties of value, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, This collab that I'm doing with Longevity and BB Body, it's a superfood blend. It's got everything I need. Mm. Cacao, goji berry, matcha, maca, herba mate, all of these amazing things that fuel my body, that help me recover and repair. 
And I really think that intermittent fasting gives your body a moment to rest and recover and repair. And it's the greatest lifestyle that I have found that works for my body. Right. So I'm going to plug this in because I just got a low battery note just in case. Well, what I I have found, like for me, I reached a point where in my life, as I was in my mid to upper 40s, that no matter what I did, I couldn't lose weight. And I was always of that mindset because I was a professional athlete that, well, I'm not working out enough. And when I met my husband and he's like, you just need to eat less. And so I, I started doing two meals a day. And I dropped 25 pounds that I could not shed with zero exercise. And I did that in about eight months and I've never gained it back. And I just maintain that. And I, wow. Yeah. And I, Sandy, that's okay. That's remarkable because sometimes what you're saying, you know, you were a professional athlete. When I was dancing on the show, I couldn't eat enough. I mean, you know how much we burn. And when you go through a lifestyle change, forget about hormones and menopause. Right. Age. Let's just pocket that for a moment. But when you go through a lifestyle change as women, um, it gets harder and harder and harder and harder emotionally, yes. right? And intellectually. And then you stop doing what you know how to do. And then you get into a rut. And then you don't know how to find your way back and you don't know how to begin again. So I, I love I love what you're saying. It, you know, it's a tricky conversation because some people think eat less, live longer. We have this weird relationship food. Mm-hmm. Um, the two meal a day thing I do as well. Cause I intermittent fast, but I make my shake in the morning when I, or when I break my fast and it is so loaded with everything I need from all the properties that my body is craving, um, that I'm not craving sugar. Um, I have energy, my hair, skin and nails, my brain, I'm fueling my whole body. I'm giving my body a chance to recover. It's got anti-inflammatory properties, gut properties, all of the things that I need. And then I'm satisfied and if I told you how many calories, which I don't count, but I've calculated because my son was challenging me <laughs> on what we're doing because he needs protein. He's trying to like grow as an athlete. Um, it has a lot of calories in it, but it's because of all the things that I put in it. My body uses it right up and burdens it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer in that. We've had some interesting results with longevity, which we're not pushing, but people are losing weight on it. It's not a diet I want to say, let me choose these words carefully. We're not pushing that concept, but the reality is, is that if you are fueling your body, what your body needs and you're curbing your appetite, you're not craving things, you're not making poor choices and you're more aware of what you're putting in your body. So I make a shake every day. I make a shake for my kids every day. I literally line them up. I make three breakfasts in a couple of minutes in a big blender and we're out the door, whether the kids are hungry or not. They suddenly have everything they need in their body. So, you know, we joke around with the company. It's like fuel. I love the line. It's the recipe for life. That, that's what it is. It's longevity is our recipe for life. Yeah, and, and then we mix it up with flavors and, you know, holiday scents and nutmeg and cinnamon and whatever your frozen fruit, fruit, whatever your frozen fruit choice is and nut milks and coffee, like whatever you love, find what feels good, but give your body things for power and energy. I think we're all looking for energy. Yes. I'm looking for as much energy as I can get right now. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's a big life. Like we need it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, last thing I want to talk about with you, and then I will let you go because you've had a long day as have I. Let's talk about no, your fitness pleasure. app. Like what does that entail? Thank you. And just give us the rundown on that. Cause that, 
it yeah, looks really I mean, fantastic. And and you're thank you. Look you. Amazing, well, I'd, love for, I'd love for you to join. Yeah, I'll send you a I'll send you um, a subscription. So I launched Brookbrook Body about three years ago. It was the best vehicle and avenue for me to connect with women all over the globe. I never thought I'd be buried into the wellness space, and it's not just fitness. It's a much bigger picture: mind, body, spirit. Now it's mind, body, nutrition. Longevity is the first collab that we've done together, but it is basically a space with a twenty four seven community, a place for women and men. Not a lot of men, but I love having. Men. In the community, a place for women to connect and learn how to train their body, how to change their point of view, um, how to find their feel good, how to create more energy, how to get it done, how to be stronger than their excuses. We do Zooms, we do live classes. In fact, this December, we're doing um, a new program with longevity that's going to take place in my kitchen. We're going to do it every Thursday. I'm going to go live and it will be free content, which is really nice. It's sort of us sort of us giving the gift of health and wellness. Right. I want everybody to work out. Of course. Right? So I'm going to be live in the kitchen showing people how to work out while dinner's in the oven. We're going to be sharing recipes. We're going to be using the kitchen counter as like a, the bar, like the bar class. We're going to use kitchen towels, doing lunges, water bottles, wine bottles, whatever your jam is. I'm going to invite people over digitally, show them how to work out, how to have fun doing it and introduce them to a new community. And I do that on Zoom on Fridays. Everybody's welcome to join. It's so much fun. And then we're sharing recipes. So not only like are we doing superfoods and smoothies, but we're baking with it. I'm making power snacks. Like you, I'm super busy. I don't do a whole lot. I don't need to I don't have time for a lot of meals, but what I need is fuel. We're doing overnight oats and power balls and um, snack ideas and things that you could actually swap out during the holidays if you have a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're going to go make a yummy smoothie and you're not going to go have that piece of cake. Right. Right. Maybe you're going to make a smoothie before you go to that holiday parties. You're not going to show up hungry and make really bad choices. Maybe you're going to drink a little more water than alcohol this holiday season. Like all these things. Right. We want to live a fun life, a life of decadence. Right. But we've got it. We've got to give our body what it needs. So the app, you can do 15 minutes. You can do 10 minutes. You can get a total body burn. I've got family fitness. We do yoga. There's mindfulness on there. It's basically everything that I do and love that I want to share. Um, it's like a quarter a day. Like, who cares? Like, we're worth it. <laughs> Some of it's free. Find something to commit to that's going to help you live your best life. It's going to help you create energy. It's going to help you find your harmony, right? Yeah. And so that's that's what we're doing. And the community is awesome because I get great feedback. And I'm always, you know choreographing new content and um, we're actually giving away free subscriptions right now free because we care um, because we want to celebrate everybody this holiday season so in the spirit of thanksgiving we're giving away a free month with every subscription to longevity and we're happy to do it because i want everyone to work out i want everybody to feel good and we know that when women connect and we share we stay connected and you want more like the more you do the better it feels better it feels (laughs) the more you want to do right and it looks like a lot of the the exercises on the app, and I'm definitely going to join because I, I need something in my Thank life. You. I'll send you a okay. my treat. But, but it's like, it doesn't have to be an hour-long deal either. Well, it doesn't. I feel like we used to work out for an hour. Forget about the drive time to get to that class, right? right? So I have 10-minute um, workouts. I've got five-minute ab challenges. So we've got a booty challenge and an ab attack program. You could spend five to eight minutes a day. I used to laugh at that 
Now I know it works. You know, maybe this holiday season you want to make a commitment and work on your upper body. Maybe you want to tone your arms. Maybe you want to break a sweat. Maybe you need to relieve some stress. Whatever it is, I don't think it's about sizes and weight anymore. I think it's about energy. I think we're celebrating being a woman. I think we are building curves. I think we're building strength, core strength. Um, tapping into our intuition, slowing down, being more mindful. All of these things really matter. And if you have 15 minutes a day, I'll take it. Yeah. Get it. Get what you need. Get what you need in that period of time, um, especially during the holidays. Like We need to find ways to combat stress. And I think that fitness is, is one of them. Oh. For sure. For sure. I mean, it, it, it just releasing those endorphins is going to yeah, lower sure. your stress levels there. Okay. Yeah. One more thing I did want to ask you. If you could talk to your younger self, what would you tell her? Oh my God, this is such a deep question. If I could talk to my younger self, what would I tell her? My younger self wouldn't have listened to this advice. Same here. Um, <laughs> No, I know. I know. I love this question because it's like no young woman is going to buy into this, but I would have told myself to slow down and listen and life probably would not have allowed me to change pace, but I would have spent more time listening um, to my intuition, to my heartbeat, you know, quieting down the noise. I would have went inward a lot more and the grind was real. I'm glad I did it. I still do it, but I really take moments for stillness and I really... I know how to listen to my body when it's time to slow down. And I feel like our society right now, women slow down when there's a problem, mm -hmm. when they're sick, yep. when there's disease, when there's an emotional breakdown, when life like makes you slow down. And I'm like, you got to manage that pace before you get to that abrupt moment that forces you, you know? And so that's what wellness is for me. That big picture, right. longevity, the harmony, um, it's understanding like this process and designing a lifestyle that you can maintain. Yeah. I could not have kept going at the pace I was going as a young woman. Yeah. Yeah. None of us can. I barely did it. <laughs> but I love that. And everybody, and all the listeners out there, listen to Brooke. She's proven, thank you. proven oh, thank you. that it works and you look amazing. Thank and you. I'm so thrilled for everything you're doing you can check her out at brookeburke.com. That will also be in the show notes. And Brooke, thank you thank so you. much. This has been such an honor. And I am so grateful that you took 30 minutes out of your day to spend with me. Well, so it's so you. kind of you and I appreciate it. And I really, um, I really enjoy these conversations. And I think we're so lucky as women to have a space like this to connect, yeah. to inspire each other. Like there's going to be a couple of people, hopefully a lot more than that. But what if we change a few lives? Absolutely. That's why I'm in this business. And um, it really feels good. So I love what you're doing. Stay connected with me. Thank you. I will. And, um, you know. We'll circle back. Absolutely, Brooke. Thank you so much and have a great weekend Thank in New York. Thank you so much. All right. So nice to meet you. It's nice, nice to, to meet take you. Care. Take care. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.